Hey y'all, welcome. You thought you had us out this week. <laughs> but much like uh, uh I was trying to think of like a disease. Typhoid. There. We're back again. <laughs> oh. Is that how that disease works? Well, no. I was thinking uh, is it's let's start over. Okay. It's typhoid gone. <laughs> hey. <laughs> You thought we we were out this week, but mm-hmm. like the most chicken po- No, you got chicken pox once. Now you can whatever. We're back. Can you? I think it's pretty rare, especially they have a chicken pox vaccine now, so the kids don't even get it anymore. Yeah, I heard about that, which is like fuck you. But um, yeah, I think it manifests as shingles when you get older. If you had it a long ass time ago, right. I and I heard shingles is like hell. Can I just die? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, I've heard that same thing. So yikes! Soon as the vaccine is available for me, I will be getting it. I think you have to be a certain age. <sighs> Welcome back, Focums. I'm President Barbie, and I'm Chili Gila, and this is the read. It is where we read and listen and all of the above. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Well. Yes, indeed. How's your week going? Pretty good, actually. Um, despite the absolute shit weather we are dealing with in New York City. I mean, mm. it's everything you hate about New York. <laughs> it is the absolute worst. But I'm doing pretty good. Um, taking better care of myself than I usually do and feeling good about That's that. Good. Yeah. What about you? How are you? Um, I mean, it's overcast, but manageable. So, oh, yeah, I don't even like watching Instagram stories from people in LA because y'all are like, oh, is it so cold? Mm, do you hate the snow? But they don't even mind it. Like, they like when it rains because it never does that. <laughs> They're like, oh, so it's like, oh, it's so cozy. I just want to shut up. <laughs> Bitch, this shit is miserable. <laughs> um, this is probably one of the more trying weeks of my life. I. For whatever reason, Tuesday or Wednesday was just overcome with random sadness that was attributed to nothing I could really identify, which is why I texted you and I was like, I don't want to record tonight. And I'm like, she'll understand. We've done this. We'll try again another day. And then the next day I get up and like, I just saw some bullshit that hurt my feelings. That was really, again, random, uh, just social media fuckery that came out of nowhere. And I was like, that's fun. Um, so I'll just go back to, you know, being in my little hidey hole or whatever. And then yesterday I got an email when I got up in the morning, uh, that was like, Hey folks, uh, love you all so much. Max has decided to cancel the rap shit. You're all great. Love you. Kisses. Um, and so like a few people seem to think like my energy this week or the tardiness of the episode is attributed to that but like to rap shit no <laughs> no girl i found that out right maybe a few hours before for you. everybody else yeah so that was just like a sprinkle on top on top of, of an otherwise not fun yeah. week and it's just like also very interesting um you know how life works my best friend reached out to me about it and that's about it mm. i mean obviously you know like the group chat is there and Issa, Sarita, you know, are very open and and then all that other stuff. And I'm not even feeling to like ramble on about it, but it was just like, hmm, 
this is a a time that my mind and body exists in, huh? Mm. Yeah. So um here we are. I don't care for the feeling that this show has somehow devolved from a comedy podcast to like the psychiatric study of someone who's slowly unraveling and losing their mind. But uh, here I am, you know. I don't want to, like, constantly come on here and be like, my life sucks, let's tell jokes about the baby. You know, that's not the point. But, like, girl, I can only do what I can do. And it's like, I'm not running out of the, the front door of my apartment going, come at me, world, how can we suck today? It's just like... Mm-hmm. Even little things today, I don't know if, like, from a spiritual standpoint, if, like, the devil is trying to push me into a bad place or if it's just fucked up timing for a lot of things. But I'm just, like, all I can do is be awake when I'm awake and not when I'm not. Uh, Okay. I mean... Do you feel like the show has turned into just you talking about your mental health and psychiatric state of mind? Because I don't really look at it like that. It feels like... I don't know. I I worry that it's not fun. Mm. And that is just like, it's, it's going to get to the point where, like... People are just like, girl, I don't want to hear this shit every day. Every week, they're just talking about how much life sucks. Like, that's not the point. I don't care to do that. I just want to, like... (sighs) Anyway. Well, I mean, the whole show is not like, oh, let's talk about the worst parts of mental health. But this check-in, like, this is the whole point of us having this check-in thing is to talk about the fact that, you know... We're not robots. We can't just load up on pop culture and listener letters and press play and, you know, it just all spews out like some sort of machine. We're human beings and we really go through shit and sometimes it affects us. Like, we've been doing the show for 11 fucking years. There's no... I I see what you're saying, but I think maybe your brain is lying to you about what the end product is actually like for the listener. I do. It's just like when's when's the good stuff? Mm. Anyway, okay. Um, do you have like somebody black and excellent you want to shout out real quick? Um. Oh yes. Let me t- <laughs> let me just say right quick, Niecy Nash, girl, the icon that you are. <laughs> yes. The way I want everything about your like everything that Nisi Nash presents about her life I would like to also have you know what and I see that for you <laughs> do you I hope you do I've never really like done like an overlay of of that like mm-hmm. evolution yeah with you but like mm-hmm. you see it right yeah I do I do down I to the do. down to the dike with a Caesar like I that's what I mean really that's the nucleus of my vision <laughs> Well, the first one is whatever strapless bra she's wearing. Like, whatever she's using to corral them titties. I see it. Share. Please share with the group, girl. I need it real bad. Incredibly intelligent. So talented. Oh, God. So pretty. Very talented. Just funny. Yes. 
And with a, a and then gorgeous thing. A, a very, <laughs> very gorgeous one. I can't. And the fact that she thing. won that Emmy that she deserved, deserved. for uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Mm-hmm. And then celebrated by skinny dipping with that fine <sighs> ass and drinking champagne. Oh, and thank her fine ass during husband. her speech said, I want to thank me for not giving up on me. For seeing the vision, even when shit got hard, when days was rough and things was looking bleak as fuck, I still believed in me. So shout out to me. Just, oh, Nisi Nash, I love you. I love you so, so much. Oh, what an inspiration. Nisi Nash bets. Oh, Thank I'm you. sorry. I'm so sorry. Please do not forget the bets, okay? Nisi Nash let's, bets, child. Let's make it very clear. Okay, all right. My right. bad, my bad. She looked so good too. Like she her dress did. was beautiful. Oh like, yeah. God, I love Loved her it. so much. Quinta Brunson. Oh God, and Quincy. Yes. Oh, it was Black Girl Night at the Emmys, child. Mm. It was. I'd be cried. It was funny because it was like, okay, I'm back, uh, back to back award weeks or award show mm-hmm. weekends. Yeah, it's that season where deserved Black women have made me cry during this speech yep because y'all i talked about storm reed having me fully out in tears mm-hmm. at the golden globes excuse me and then quinta had me crying when she won outstanding lead actress in a comedy series for abbott elementary which by the way the last black women to win this award don't say it was isabel sanford <laughs> oh my harlem God. zone also known as wheezy jefferson yes. in 1981 yikes Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not even going to start. This isn't, like, I have so much on my spirit. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not even going to do it. The point of this segment is to celebrate the these people and their, yes. their deserved mm-hmm. accomplishments. Um, her saying in that speech that she had nothing prepared because she didn't, like... Didn't think it would happen. Yeah. It's like... When she is you so absolutely goddamn deserve that fucking you do win. you do girl to see your journey to see how you have moved with grace throughout the the industry and you've created a story and jobs mm-hmm. for people um, with an environment that's authentic and isn't like foolery and coonery and it's just great mm-hmm. as what it is like beautiful yeah. and amazing to see it um, and she got a carol. I was about to say Carol Chan, <laughs> Carol Burnett moment. Um, I saw her on a, the uh, red carpet with Tisha and Tashina. Oh, yes. Oh, that was so sweet. I really was. Very, when they very were like, oh, we life. passing the torch. Like, oh, my heart. <laughs> also, your love interest. Which one? Played this woman's son in a show. Where she should have really been scooping up awards. My love interest. Everybody hates Chris. No, Janine. Oh, <laughs> I believe I'm wrecking my brain. Like not you, Grinder. Like what are you talking about? No. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Janine. Right. Janine Arnold really, really, really deserved more mm-hmm. accolades and recognition Fully did. for her performance. And everybody hates Chris. Both of them, actually, because what they what they did on Martin alone, I don't yeah. know that I could have stomached Martin without Gina and Pam. That's that's, <laughs> that's fair. But um, I honestly, I can't believe Issa never won for Insecure. Like this, it just goes to Even show. Even Tisha, what Tisha did for my wife and kids is crazy. Yes, 
And when you think back over the past, I don't know, 43 years or whatever, it's been since 1981, it's like the sheer Not number of one. Black- Monique for the Parkers. Child, they hate us. They hate us. Oh. It's really, it's. Anyway, oh, yeah. Io also, you of know, course, I mean, she's been cleaning it up. She has. She wanted, I said, you know, I guess I need to the watch the bear because <laughs> it mm. is racking up. And specifically, she is really racking it up. And I saw that clip where they were like, how does it feel? And she was like, girl, I'm still renting. So <laughs> it feels like, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Nice to have a job, I guess. Love, love to take these home in the apartment that I don't own. So. Sure. This is nice. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Great, great, great. Fuck these people. <sighs> RuPaul's Drag Race won again <laughs> for outstanding reality competition. So shout out to the queens who made that possible. Yes. And my mother looked so good. Sasha Colby and my auntie T.S. Madison looked oh, yes. just gorgeous. Um, yes, 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 yeah. Yes, that was their season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the Sasha Colby season. <laughs> it was. I mean, it was. That literally just was a Sasha Colby stan season. It was. The way it was, everybody was like, oh, girl, we're not worthy. It was the winner and then people who like her, mm-hmm. like her fans that got to <laughs> perform alongside her. Yeah. Yeah. From episode one. I think the only person who was just like, mm-hmm. ugh, was Mistress. And she actually lived. But she was Mistress Isabel Brooks. Was oh, the only yeah. one who was like, get mistress her out else. of here. <laughs> Right. Get her out. They, I mean, but they knew. Everybody knew from the moment Sasha Colby was announced on the show that it, the season was hers. So, 1000%. Um, yeah, loved it though. Oh, and also shout out to Issa for being a double SAG Award nominee. I think we might have mentioned that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it deserves repeating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn right it does. <laughs> the fuck? Shit. Because they've been but... playing in Issa's face, child. <laughs> To our pop culture segment that we call Hot Tops, the color clear. Um, you either get it or you don't. Yep, that's right. And if you do, I want you to know that I care about you and you matter and your journey is significant. Mm-hmm. It is significant. Yes. Um. All right. So I don't care. <laughs> like I don't. Oh, wow. This was actually kind of a light week. Was it? I think. I don't think anything like <gasps> really happened this week. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of this is very light to me. Here's some relationship stuff. YG and Sweetie broke up. I forgot that they were dating. Same. <laughs> Which good. Good. Yeah, I really did forget that. But us. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it isn't. <laughs> that means that you were doing whatever you were doing and minding your business. You weren't yeah. all up in my face with it. Yep. They were not all over that. Instagram and TikTok and all that shit. So, thank you. And apparently, it. according to TMZ, they cool. It's not messy. Okay. Good. Maybe they just think they work better as friends. Who knows how true that is? And also... Ooh, really? Right. You know, sweetie to me is. <laughs> Let's talk about who we care about, right? Okay. The person we are the slightest interest. I love what we would do. Because do, uh, do I have anything to say about YG? I barely know who that is, baby. I'm going to be honest. Fuck Donald Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And but I think he's also the one who was at Nipsey's funeral and was like, <laughs> We oh, we were stressed out because we got pretty light skinned daughters or something. That's exactly what I was about to say. Highs <laughs> twice a day. 
Twice a day. I just remember being like, nigga, really at a funeral? You been talking about, you just gonna bring up colorism right now? What? I heard Pete Davidson said in his comedy show, uh, his latest, that he was high on like, Ketamine, ketamine at Aretha, Aretha Franklin's funeral. Franklin yeah. something stupid. He said that. So, yeah. And niggas really aren't good at dealing with grief and emotion. So he might have been lit. He probably was. He pro- I'm just going to say, I have a feeling that wasn't a joke. I have a feeling he literally was on ketamine at Aretha Franklin's no. funeral and said something very dumb. No, I, I doubt Fully. Yeah. No, that clip is going crazy on Instagram. I said, let me find out. I need to go watch Pete Davidson's special. Um... So, Caliuchis is pregnant. I did see that. By Don Tolliver. I didn't know they knew each other. <laughs> Look at what happens when celebrities leave us out of it. I love it. <laughs> I love it so much. And she was just like, hey, yep. I'm going to put out a new song and video. Here's my belly. Here's my baby father. Here's, like, cute, emotional uh, baby footage of the both of us mm-hmm. while, I don't know what they were, I don't really remember what they were doing in the video. I think she was, like, cooking. They were, like, at Yeah, home. something like that. <laughs> like, something mm-hmm. like that. But it was really, really cute. And, again, I, I'm i sure I'm just extremely old and late to the party. I'm just the uncle um, or auntie, however you want to look at it. It's fine <laughs> with me. Um, but good for them. Yeah. And I hope she has a healthy, safe mm-hmm. uh, pregnancy. And... You know, a healthy baby. And yeah, all that. congratulations to the two of you. Hey, my kids are having babies. Did you see um that video video Chloe put out with her and her sister dancing when she was pregnant? Yes, to uh to sexy red, <laughs> rich baby daddy. Yes. Oh, is that a Drake song with sexy yes, red on song. it? Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. All Which right. Which don't. I have opinions about that, but it's it's neither here nor here. I can't tell you the last time I played a Drake album. I'm gonna be honest. Maybe Scorpio, Scorpion. I think that was the last. <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> Ain't it called Scorpion? <laughs> it's not Scorpion. Oh, <laughs> okay. My, why did you say it like an inner city child? I always name? do that. I always do that. <laughs> I'm so bad about shit like that. Oh my god! I want to name someone Scorpion. <laughs> Because I feel like I have pronounced that word like that my whole life. <laughs> Scorpion. <laughs> there is someone named Scorpion. Absolutely is. And they pronounce if not, it just like If not, there that. will be now. <laughs> wow, that changed my life. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember. So they're having a child. Um, oh, didn't know Anderson Park was married. Married? Okay. Not for long. That nigga just filed for divorce. What? <laughs> he's apparently been married and he's filing for divorce after 13 years of marriage Damn. to his wife, Jaylen Chang, Aww. also known as Jaylen. I think she's a singer. Uh, they have two sons together named Soul and Shine, 11 and 6, respectively. Okay. I mean, their dad is Anderson. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm letting it go. I'm letting. And they're not it go. even like those aren't even like wild names. You they know, really not. Yeah. But they're not bad. Exactly. So, it could it could be crazier. Yeah, they could be easily. Um. So yeah. Uh. 
I don't know if I read. He's asking joint legal. I hate when they get it. I guess that's like a part of the report. But I started talking about custody and stuff. This is just a part of being famous and getting mm-hmm. a divorce, I guess. All your business and the legalities of it coming out. Right. Um, but the messy bloggery of it is that he's apparently been seen with someone new since. Mm-hmm. Another singer, a Dutch singer. Um, and apparently they've been seen holding hands in Mexico or something. And I don't always go yep. with famous niggas when they get married. I mean, when they get divorced, it's like, but he's been seen with a new... Right. It's either like, this is how we explaining it. Like, oh, Shay Shay needs to text text Cat Williams. Not Shay Shay. I mean, because once he allows you to call him that, why would you call him anything else? Yeah. I mean, and the whole show is called Shay, Club Shay Shay, so... I mean, that's... Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, well, you know, I hope they're happy or whatever this new woman sounds like, which is pretty much the formula. I don't think she about. is. Oh, really? I saw a picture of her and she looked brown to me. Oh, I didn't even see the picture. I just heard... You said she was, like, Norwegian or something. I'm like, oh. I said Dutch. Oh, okay. Well... <laughs> Black Dutch girl. But, oh, again, this... I'm not, like... You're right. Uh, my bad. Sure. Let me look her up, bro. Who is and oh wow you you put you Google Anderson Pot girlfriend and his wife comes up. Right, I mean again, some people are just finding out about her, but um, I don't even know how to say this. He is thirty seven years old. I had no idea. Oh, she is some kind of brown. My bad. Yeah, my bad. She's pretty girl, and his wife is um I think South Korean American. But um, yeah. Okay. Moving on. I hope they're you know boking. At least for these two few kids, keep it cute. Yes, exactly that. You know. Um, what else? What else? What else? Peter Thomas was arrested. He for driving under the influence. Oh God. Somebody's bar. I think he's trying to reopen bar one Miami. I've been Peter, please don't. It's fine. <laughs> but again, actually, that's not fair. I'm not the target demographic. I don't even know what I was doing at bar one in Miami. <laughs> you went? I did. Did you have fun? Years ago. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said it like, of course not. <laughs> no. It wasn't for me. Hell no, I didn't have no good If time. I was like, <laughs> it was fair. You know what? It's, it's, it's very like BravoCon. Like, if you were oh, to go, no. like, oh, just no. a little bit older than me. But that was nice, because I'm used to going out now and being like, everyone here is my age, mm-hmm. or I'm older. Old. You know? yeah. <laughs> so it was nice to go out for once and be like, I feel like the baby. Mm. Okay. This is just like a couple, I think this So was, it was for the seniors. <laughs> I mean, was this after COVID? Oh, he is 63 years old. Damn. Not so driving, Peter? yes, driving mm. under the influence of alcohol, expired tags, no license, no insurance, failure to maintain lane, and violation of a traffic control device. What does oh, that mean? Red or red light? Know. Red or stop sign? Ran a stop sign? Something like that. Maybe. Yikes! Ooh, Come this on, is bad. Peter. This is be too old for that. So, 21 Savage has a film coming out? A biopic? Hmm. I'm still not 100% sure if this is actually a thing. It feels like it should be a joke, but nobody's laughing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, with Donald Glover. I think I've heard all I need to hear. 
It's called American Dream, the 21 Savage Story. And a music video trailer has come out. And I guess it's about this young man's life from the UK to Atlanta somehow and how he started making rap music. It stars uh, Caleb McLaughlin, Mm -hmm. famous for uh, his role in Stranger Things. And uh, yes, also Donald Glover, both with a knife on their faces, playing <laughs> 21 Savage. I'm, it's, what? I mean, I I guess, I mean, I don't want this to sound wrong, but I had no idea he was notable enough for a documentary about himself or a biopic or anything else. Like, I just... A documentary would have been fine. Something that he produced himself about, like, his own life? Sure. Sure. This I'm a little bit more con- like this is a feature film. It's coming out in theaters. Like, I have no idea what's happening. Okay, this could be coming out on Vivo for all I know. I'm still <laughs> trying to figure out like Not how Vivo. what it is. Okay, is Vivo still it, around? I don't know. I think it technically still exists. Mm-hmm, YouTube probably owns it just for fun. Okay. Um. Yeah, that's all I got, hon. There's an album out named, I think, the same thing, American, American Dream. Dream. Yeah, I just saw that. And uh, I will let y'all tell me what happens when this releases. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow. I can't say that I've ever just, like, deliberately played a 21 Savage project, so... Mm. Not the biggest fan and probably won't, you know, spend my time going to see this, but I guess I'm glad black people are getting paid. That's a, that's a positive. I like a lot of his music. I just, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty I don't. sure I couldn't name one of his songs. All I know is it's a knife. That's enough. That's all I know about 21 Savage. <laughs> Um, I could play you a couple of songs right now when you would be like, oh, yeah, I know this. Oh, 21, but, can you do something for me? 21, <laughs> can you talk to the ops? Oh, well, okay. Listen, I tried. I mean, it's him and Jordy. Yeah, but I, I did my best, okay? <laughs> That's yeah, no, that counts. That literally counts. <laughs> that is all I got. Um, yeah, y'all let me know how this works out. It's, it feels bizarre mm-hmm. but again he might have like a particularly interesting story you know the, mm-hmm. Brit- the British of it all and oh right the, like deportation or whatever happened or- didn't he yeah oh maybe that probably is what it's about like going through dealing with um, ice or being a rapper that's secretly British <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't know that we for sure I definitely thought you was one of them Atlanta hood rats. I did. I mean, he is. He was born there, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. it's no different than, you know, a lot of hood niggas who are military brats and were technically born in, like, Germany or Wales. Oh, very <laughs> true. Very true. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him and his movie. Um, then again, one of y'all could be like, no, absolutely wrong. He actually moved here from the UK when he was when 17, he was, and that yep. accent is fake. Like, I, I really, listen, I'm just here. Mm-hmm. Yep, doing your job. Um, oh, this tickled me. Kevin Hart told Variety about the Cat Williams industry plant accusation 
He said, quote, it's not worth my time for a response or an engagement. He said, it's, it, it's extremely beneath me in the position that I'm currently in. Ooh. I think those that can't talk about those that can. Um, Disagree! <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's that can be true, but also Cat Williams be. has more than proved himself. Like, I think Cat Williams has done plenty and been beyond successful enough for us to say, yeah, he's in a position to critique other comedians. Like, this is not some up-and-coming nigga ain't nobody ever heard of who ain't, you know, who gets two minutes at the fucking local bar, if that, on stage. Like, this is a very well-established, celebrated, decorated comedian. So, but I I am always here for a little bit of you-can't-sit-with-me type of energy and, you know, the whole somebody talking about me is not really any of my concern nor my business and I don't have any inclination to respond to that. I'm not mad at that either. So, you know, as you mean, as usual with these situations, you're kind of right and you're kind of (laughs) not. And that's most Yeah, like I can't say what's worth your time. Right. You know, I'm not. And you're very rich. You're very. I can't cut on the TV without seeing a Kevin Hart commercial. Right. Kevin Hart is in every goddamn thing. (laughs) Every movie. Every. It's just he's everywhere. So, yeah. If you go into Chase and try and like withdraw some cash, the machine literally will be like his voice. Like, hey, it's a little Kevin Hart interstitial first. It's just. (laughs) Yes, he's everywhere. But like that aids. Mm -hmm. The point that was made mm-hmm. initially, right? Eh? Does yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't believe that it is extremely beneath you in the position that you're currently in. It's mm-hmm. not five, mm-hmm. six years ago. Um, Cat Williams, as you said, is a comic that is uh, someone of a particular status and and respect within the industry. Absolutely. Um, and you saying like those that can't talk about what is it that he can't. What is it that you do that he Those who... Right, right. He's funnier than you. He can act. He's not pressed to do a whole bunch of buddy films for Netflix. Mm. I don't... Yeah, maybe he just means he's had more mainstream crossover success, which is true, but you can be Black famous and still very rich. (laughs) So even that, you know, I'm just... And also, you have talked about this Cat Williams, what Cat Williams said on Club Shay Shay's couch before. So it's clearly not, you're clearly not above it all. It's clearly not like, oh girl, I'm not even getting out, down in the dirt with these niggas. Like you've already spoken on it. So yeah. if if it's beneath you, then it needs to be beneath you, you know, like the whole time. Why you said anything mm-hmm. is is confusing then. But, you know, niggas, when, they, when that ego gets wounded, oh child, all kind of shit come up and come out. So... I should be like, be like, yeah, I guess I'm a plant fan. I just drive Home Depot plant. Now that a I did plant, I a Sprouts like, plant. <laughs> just because you be didn't like, see him doesn't mean he's a plant. And like plenty of other comedians are like, oh no, actually, uh That's what I'm saying. Like if you're gonna be all kind of shit. <laughs> if you're gonna be like passive and meh about it, then do it in a way that's like true and funny. Mm-hmm. Not like Puh. Well, that is beneath me because those that can't do like. Okay, mm, I see. I I guess you. All right. If you say so. I mean, you're 
literally here talking about it He's got a lot right of now, shit moving. So that's does. probably the perspective within with which she's speaking. And most of the comments I think that Kat spoke about were like, man, I ain't gonna say about that. Okay. Cool. Yeah, like what you want him to say? Gonna... I don't have a light skinned <laughs> face light skinned wife with a weird face who don't never no. do interviews. Like, do you no, want I him don't to say want you to say that? I really don't. For your sake. <laughs> Did you see that his ex wife is on tour for with Kat? I think she's yeah, on for Kat. That. Oh, okay. All right. I can never mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. Which is so. like... Why not? Why not? But Tori works. Like, she's not... Mm-hmm. Yeah, she would have to. And again, the nigga talked about everybody in the industry. <laughs> like, whoever the fuck open for he that nigga is going up. to have a relationship with somebody that he lit up. Right. Right. Because <laughs> he came for all the established names. He He left the newcomers alone. He left, you know, the babies alone. But... The rest of you niggas who've been doing this since the 90s, yeah, y'all got chewed up. Oh, I guess we're done with that. <laughs> I, mean, there's, there's... I cannot think of a single thing else to say about Kevin Hart. Best of luck to your wife. To your wife. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Drake versus Mostaf? I don't care. North, Northwest got a grill. 
Sure she did. <laughs> Common is on Jennifer Hudson show talking about dating. How they used to Jennifer go together. Hudson, right. Guess. Okay. Oh, do they still go together? I thought that was all. I think they're dating now. Oh, okay. Shut me up. I think. Well, you know, Common has dated a lot of famous women. Right. So sometimes mm-hmm. it's just like, did you date this one already? Or is this a new? <laughs> like, you can't always. Right. The community dick. Mom! You are really searching for something. <laughs> Jesus, God. Because I'm just like, oh my gosh, did you see the clip of uh, Fantasia at the, I think it was the Critics' Choice Awards, like, where are the lamb chops? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was so funny. Because they gave them pizza in a bag. Pizza in a bag. <laughs> like, this goddamn... <laughs> And at first, I was going to, like, get really pissed off because I thought they had just gave, like, the black table that bullshit. But no, that was what they served. No, they, they had never done that. that. Like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> but, yeah. But no, they had them them little waiters with them boxes hung around their necks. Passing out 7-Eleven pizza. <laughs> Fantasia said, wrong. girl, I am dressed. What do you mean? <laughs> This is greasy. The girls can go get food. Like, we're not shedding tears. Yes, but if you're serving dinner, it's the But that's the part of the thing. I'm expecting a real, like... This is a long... Most of these ceremonies are quite lengthy. Mm -hmm. I am, like you said, I am corseted up. Yeah. My feet hurt. Probably an eight all day. At the very (laughs) least. We're supposed to have some food. Where's the food? It was just like, I resonated with that so much. Yeah. And it's just, I love seeing us in those spaces and just being us. Real. Mm-hmm. All of that. Where are the lamb chops? Where's the gravy? Yes. Can I get a potato? Pizza inside of a bag, diva? <laughs> and then Oprah over there like, when your meals are Ozempic, you don't have to worry about none of this. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah was like, oh, not my problem. Not my monkeys. Not my sickness. I haven't been hungry in weeks, <laughs> darling. <laughs> Oh, this ascension. Oh, this ascension. girl. Oh, you look famished. <laughs> Can't relate. I'm done. I don't have any. So you girls, are you about. girls so hungry? <laughs> With oh, like a little no. shot. I think, I think I'm gonna have a Mentos in my bag. One second. A fresh maker. Let me get you a fresh maker. Oh, God. Oprah, she was literally the only one who was like, She has. Not only am I not pressed, I'm not eating. So. Yes. What if she said something in that clip, too? Like, my lips are clean like, or something. I'm not like, going to mess up my lipstick or something. Yeah, that's like, what she said. That's what it is. Like, I bet sure. you won't. I bet. <laughs> Your body's trying to remember what hunger is. <laughs> not when that Zimpy is kicking in, making sure you don't feel nothing. <laughs> She probably smelled that pizza in her bag and was like, <gasps> oh, God. She was like, wow, y'all still eat. Mm, thought we left <laughs> that in 2023. My God. That smells disgusting. <laughs> None of my business. Can I get some water? Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, amen. It looked like that at the very least they got some laughs in. You oh know, boy, yeah. I love to see black people having a good time at these awards um yeah. shows and you know just Loving being yeah and being ourselves. I wish Danielle Brooks I I really want Danielle Brooks to win something for 
her portrayal of Sophia in The Color Purple. But so I've been a little surprised that she hasn't picked up anything yet, but I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for the Oscars because she really deserves. Love her down. <gasps> She's got like. Did you see right. that the girl, the girl who plays young Celie in The Color Purple did a video talking about how she was not even invited? Yeah, I did. What the did. fuck? <laughs> They said, mm, sorry, just the grown-ups for this I don't really one. think I've seen her in, like, a lot of, in the promo for a lot of this. I don't get it. It's kind of just been the same, the same folks. Well, so promotional I mean, like, stuff, I can understand because the more established names are normally the ones that get booked on talk shows and stuff like that. But if the movie is nominated and the entire principal cast is there, like, I really don't see how this girl, like... Y'all don't have space for this girl to be there. That seemed yeah, I don't understand. Kind of fucked up. Works, but yeah, but, sorry. Yeah, but you guys have time. You know, mm-hmm. you know, praying the industry gives it to you and allows it. I'm because, excited to see all that. That's okay. Yeah. Lord knows they the industry will absolutely stomp out black voices, black bodies, black stories when they. Whenever they fucking feel like it. So hopefully she has many more opportunities to be on I'm watching her and in the room. I'm watching her right now in Peacemaker, which is not something you... It's like a... Egg, egg. I was job. finna ask. <laughs> Peacemaker. Um, It's on... Yeah. I'm watching her on Peacemaker, and uh, she was great in that as well. And I saw James Gunn, who... Big white director. I think he runs the DC movies now. He did like a post uh, with her and it was just like super supportive. Like, everybody run and go watch this talent in the color purple. She killed okay. it. And she left a comment that was like, People don't even know, like, you restored my faith when I didn't think I was going to book the. Oh, man. I really liked seeing um, someone who, as a director, I've been a fan of some of the stuff he's done lately. You know, I think James Gunn is the same one who got in trouble. Anyways, that's pretty irrelevant. Um, I was like, that's right, James. Give her her points. Because yes. we didn't even have to do that. Good. I'm glad. Yes. And more white people doing shit like that, please. Uh, that means he knows the talent. It is needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In his corner. Yeah. Um, she plays a gay, too. Um, but, I mean, that's... I don't think you should. It's not for you. I'm not. I'm not. <gasps> and Viola Davis plays her mom. I googled it, and there's there's so many white people that I'm just like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. doing violent things. Oh no, thank you. Mm-mm. I'm watching Billy <gasps> over here. Fun. Oh my god, we're psychic twins. We're wonder twins. <laughs> oh my god, what happened? I was literally about to say fun fact I just learned today. Mm. You know the scary movie Talk to Me, but I said. Oh, maybe you could handle this. Oh, is that what was called? like? Why would you ever suggest you watch mm-hmm. this? Yeah, when you tried she to set me up, yeah, we all. remember that. I truly, I was wrong, yeah. but I, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> when you tried to set me up, we all remember. I was, I wasn't intentionally trying to set you up. I, I thought maybe you could, but it no. Anyway, <laughs> upon further uh, inspection, you know, watching it a few more times. I don't think you should you should do that. No. Because uh, <laughs> it's not like, it's not jump scary. Mm-hmm. And it's, when it does like 
like gross stuff. It it's not like a lot of it throughout, but it would still probably give you nightmares because it's just like yeah. disturbing. I'm not doing that. Yeah. You know? Um. But fun fact, I just learned mm-hmm. the concept for that movie was originally given to the directors from one of the executive producers of Bluey. Oh, okay. So the people one of the Bluey EPs <laughs> originally came up with the Talk to Me concept. Wow. Now, I think I heard that it was like, the idea was like a little, they ch- like they changed it and made it darker and, you know, more horror. Mm-hmm. But the overall concept and idea was a Bluey producer. Wow. Duality. Shout out to that. That is crazy. I mean, Australia, Australia, but I never... I never would have done a Bluey talk to me cross. I am so obsessed with Bluey. It's actually becoming a problem. I downloaded that game that you sent me and I, they put out, I started playing it and then I was like, this is too fun. I have to stop before I finish the game. They put out like eight or seven or eight new episodes like last week. And I am Mm. literally only watching one every two days because I don't want to burn through them and then have no more new ones to watch. Nine minutes long. Yeah, no, I know. So (laughs) you could watch all the new ones in an hour if you really wanted to. But I am, I love Bluey. Like it, it is a real problem over here. Like that is my favorite show. So it's just so, I'm sorry. It's so good. The kids are, the kids are hilarious. It's, and so much about it just reminds me of, like, real parents. <laughs> Most of the real parents I know don't have this kind of patience, uh, mm. which, you know, I think, and that's something that a lot of parents see in the show. And it's like, oh, I should play with these kids. That is how they learn about the world and experience things. Like, yeah. I think it's reminding parents that children are not little adults and they really do need you to come into their world and engage with them the way that they learn. Yeah. Yeah. They really that's beautiful. Yeah. So I, I I really think that's the message a lot of parents are getting. But then there's like little sprinkles of hilarious reality. Like their car is always the fuck filthy. It's always <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's just random snacks. I've only ever watched the very and first broke. Episode. Oh my god! You have to watch the second one. It's called Hospital. <laughs> and I've the only daddy watched is the xylophone episode. The daddy is the patient, and Bluey is the doctor. She keeps giving him shots and just like stabbing the hell out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that first episode with the magic xylophone or something, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is cute. Oh, yes. And then right but after there that, was a line. And Kippy Uppy is iconic. There was something I think the mother said when she was on her way to work that was like, oh, okay, that was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't remember oh, yeah. what the line was, There's a but I was like, those. okay, I see how you can, like, mm-hmm. come for the cute and the wholesome and the feelings but also get a gag or two in there that's mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I appreciate that. I remember, I got to watch that episode one more time because she said something saying he was out on the lawn frozen with a whole bunch of shit all over his oh, face okay. or whatever. Yeah. And she was like on her way to work and I don't remember, she, she just said something that was just very mm-hmm. like, girl, I don't remember what it was. It's a it lot of those funny. moments though in Bluey, like that happens all the time in pretty much every episode and there's some stuff where, oh, like my favorite, one of my favorite episodes is Baby Race. Oh, God. And it's just one of those ones where adults are weeping at the end and kids are like, are you okay? Like, are you well? Like, the child learned to walk. Calm down. But 
Uh-huh. On the adult side of things, and you just really, it just hits on a different level. And, and, you know, it's like very healing for the inner child and just really sweet to see these kids nurtured the way children deserve to be. But also these parents are real and sometimes they snap and they get it wrong and they fuck up and they apologize and they make amends and everybody is allowed to talk about their fucking feelings. And it's like, this should not be groundbreaking, but it is. Mm. It shouldn't be, but it is. So yeah, I really I in that love respect of that it's so successful. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. yes. the number one kids show. Right yes, now, yes, of. very, very much. All I well hear deserved. about <laughs> is Bluey, Tab Time, and is her name Miss Rachel? Oh, Miss Rachel. Miss Rachel is for the littles. She's like for the toddlers. Yeah, that's um, she has them droolers in a Ramo? fucking chokehold. <laughs> yes. Ramo, that's his shit. That's his shit. That's they that bitch. You shit. cannot tell them nothing about Miss Rachel. Mm-hmm. And if you talk to her, if you watch her videos, some of the other stuff she's done outside of the show, she talks about how like mm-hmm. she's not just a bitch in overalls. Like she <laughs> knows about <laughs> child development and she's being very yeah. deliberate in what she does. Yeah. And that's why the kids, you know, love her shit so much. And then Tab Time, I'm... please don't even get me started. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Shonda, Shonda Lynn for kids. <laughs> There's some really excellent children's programming out there where, you know. I was on the phone with Alex the other day. We were talking about work. And she, she was like, I heard a voice in the background or whatever, which was not disturbing me, by the way. Mm-hmm. They didn't mind. But she was like, she was like I'm sorry, this Miss Rachel in the background. <laughs> you know, that's and you can't cut her off. Yep. <laughs> At one point, she probably she almost called me Rachel. It was like, <laughs> That lady is a fixer in the house. Miss Rachel is everybody's third babysitter. Like She's like smart house. She keeps the, I would say, probably four and under. She keeps them niggas engaged. They love them some Miss Rachel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, now that we've talked about... Ooh, did you see the book of Clarence? Not yet. Oh, okay. Not yet. I've only seen the photos from the premiere everyone looked sexy and okay all right well we won't talk about it then just wondering i'm assuming you enjoyed it um i did not love it but i also did not hate it so you have thoughts though i do but i want to talk about them after you've seen it okay i might have like a let me see if i got a screener or if i just need to go to the movie god the fucking fame to be like i mean maybe it's in my inbox (laughs) (laughs) um all right well that's it for the hot tops and we're gonna go ahead and move on to uh do we want to take a break We should. Let's take a quick break. Let's take a break. Yeah. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. 
Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts hey y'all we're back and it i'm sorry i'm just still like obsessing over this vision of you as niecy nash oh yes please please put that into the universe uh, more of that like, I, more of that yeah 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 mm-hmm. everybody Everybody, Care Bear Stare. Care Bear Stare that shit out into the, the world. The way that it just, I see it in my eyes. Right? Even down to like the black dresses. You look great in black dresses and also creams and pinks, but like a black dress. Oh my God. And then a stud with a low <laughs> Caesar right there. Huh. The hair was so you. The Everything. Like, like, I want to I wanna be Nisi Nash. I don't know if this would be like a TED Talk or if you're going <laughs> to act. Like, I don't know what you're going to, like, what award it would be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, she is my Pulitzer. It don't Nobel? not a pu- I don't know. What neither one. Pulitzer. I'll be at the I'll be at the streamies, the the Shut zoomies, up. whatever the fuck they call. I'll be at the webbies, <laughs> trying to be like Nisi Nash. Um, Does yeah. Jessica have new music out? Because I was all, and that's the thing. I was all ready. Man of the white. You no, know, we don't even have to manifest the dyke. We can just manifest the career because I feel like that might be asking for too much. So if we all just want to focus on. I like, mean, that's a given. You work hard and you're incredibly talented. That's not like. <laughs> but it's just like <laughs> this glow and skinny dipping with your skin oh, after you win an award and life. drinking champagne, my being butt naked. I know. In the. Yeah, I know. I see this for you, and it's only a matter of time. Okay, well, from maybe like John John Paul Gaultier for the award show. Oh, okay, classy. We'll we'll cross that bridge when we get. (laughs) Okay, amen. Letters. Yes, Um, it is time this week for your listener letters. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail dot com. We may read them aloud on the show. (laughs) Well. Our first letter this week comes from Dallas, who says, I'm a 28-year-old man, and I'm in a relationship with a 29-year-old woman. I've been with her off and on since 2018, and we have made it the past two and a half years straight together. However, 
I was thinking about anything's for good at the beginning of this year. We don't get along well. We can't go a week without arguing about little shit. And we have not been able to agree on what breed of dog to get since we moved in together. My plan was to break off the relationship after the new year, mostly because we're in a lease and we would have to renew in late January. And to be honest, because we had a trip booked to Puerto- for my birthday to Puerto Rico. There it is. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we went to Puerto Rico and Shadi came back pregnant. And there it is. She wants to keep it, which I am totally supporting. However, my plans to leave her are now interrupted, of course. I'm trying my damnedest to be there and make this pregnancy as easy as possible, but she has been a huge thorn in my side. She has been trying to go through my phone every other day. She thinks I'm sleeping with my coworkers, which I am not, nor have I ever. She constantly tells me how embarrassed she is to be pregnant out of wedlock, and she and her mother are telling me every chance they get are telling me, oh, what I'm going to have to do, what I'm going to have to quit doing in my life when I become a father, like, you're coaching youth basketball, going to the gym and hanging out with my friends and all the things. <laughs> what? I thought they were going to be like drinking, no. going to the TUR. A life. You're not having a life. Hope you coaching know that. youth basketball. Right. <laughs> and hanging out with my friends. <laughs> Bitch, you will not be giving back to the community once this baby gets there. <laughs> Bitch, I don't know what you think this parenting shit is. <laughs> Oh, oh God. Thank okay. You. And <clears throat> what I need to improve on personally because they don't think I'm responsible enough for a kid, which may be partially true, but I ain't even that bad for real. She also okay. doesn't seem. <laughs> She also doesn't seem to want my family involved with the baby. She's worried about childcare and how her mom is far is too far away to help. I tried to assure her that I have strong women in my family who would absolutely love to step in and help out whenever needed, but she always disregards the idea or will shoot it down by saying she doesn't know my sisters or aunties well enough to leave her baby with them, and she only wants her mom and family involved until she's comfortable. Not Not to mention, right, she is now pressuring me into marriage, and she at least wants to be engaged. I have told her I'm not ready for an engagement because I'm working on my finances to get out of debt, and I don't want to rush her proposal just because she's pregnant. In response, she has now offered to pay for her own ring, and her mother is also pressuring me and offering to help pay for the ring as well. My girlfriend... Phaedra Parks. (laughs) It does sound like Phaedra and her mama when she got pregnant out of wedlock and then tried to lie about it. Oh, my God. Because they were just so... What are the streets called? You can't be like, girl. Yeah. My girlfriend is now looking at houses and wants to live in one of those cookie cutter ass communities in the suburbs. And the thought of that literally makes me nauseous. She often brings up moving back to her home state so she can be closer to her mom who can help take care of the baby. And also because her family owns a house there. However, I have a life here and a very good job that I do not plan on leaving at this time. She works from home, so it wouldn't be an issue for her to move. But I do not have that luxury. I have no idea what to do at this point. I talked to my therapist about it, and she said I should set boundaries. As much as I would like to still leave the relationship and co-parent, my girlfriend is from across the country and would most likely go back home if I broke up with her. I really want to be 110% involved in my child's life and not be a FaceTime parent. I don't have a lot of male support in my life at all, and I feel like I'm going upstream without a paddle. Any advice will help. Thanks, Dallas. I'm so glad I'm gay. <laughs> okay, because we don't accidentally get pregnant. 
Jesus Lord. <laughs> Thank like, God. Thank God. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, my nigga. This is rough. I really don't. This is because rough. I get from like an emotional standpoint, physically even being like, I don't want to create stressful situations mm-hmm. for her while she's pregnant. Yep. Um, and it's clear that she subscribed to some super traditional conservative ass, mm-hmm. um, you know, Kojic church ass. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> definitely, like, definitely. And that's just not what it is. It, it's the, past, like, all your differences and ideas of what, you, you know, parenting is gonna look like when the baby gets here and da 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 you don't like her and she don't like you so like that's mm. what it is ain't no like oh well I'ma just buy the ring name because we're getting married now that I'm pregnant no yeah. no you get on my damn nerves and I get on your damn nerves <laughs> and we just went to Puerto Rico here we are we're gonna have a baby Woof. you know what I mean and we can both be great parents there's no reason for that not mm. to be thing a, a thing and we don't have to be together to do it furthermore <sighs> you ain't Ka- uh, kamala harris who the fuck is a good goddamn if you marry <laughs> like, she does her i bet you anything she cares her mama cares and their community back home cares you ain't marrying me <laughs> you ain't marrying me community back home what the fuck you do with the community back home because if i can't coach you the basketball anymore honey you ain't going to make no damn strudel for the pta girls like it's where it's all up it's all up it's all up so why what no ultimately you've been wanting to break up with this girl and this is why y'all be like there be one little tropical vacation and y'all ruin your yep. whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me not say that. Babies are a blessing. Well, you ruin your plans for your life, the things you thought there. was going to happen. But mm-hmm. just because you have a baby doesn't mean those things have to be, you know, they don't have, your dreams don't have to die. But your child does, should. I will. I almost said your child has to take priority, but y'all <laughs> disregard your children all the time. They to the gym. <laughs> So, I mean, so this is his side of the story. Not saying he's lying or anything, but I would be extremely interested in hearing hers. I have a yeah. feeling she does she does not know that you plan to break up with her and it's now of course she doesn't. <laughs> of course she doesn't. Um and a lot of this is not the sort of advice we can give like you need to talk to a family attorney about you know, right. stuff like this. If she decides to leave the state and go across the country and you can't do the same thing without, you know, losing your job, you can't find another one there doing the same thing or making a comparable amount of money. You need to talk to an attorney about like your rights as a father. Um, yeah. Right. Now. And whether she can even do. I don't I don't know. Depending on where you live, I feel like the she laws are the laws are so different based on like which state you're in. So. Or what they should be moving to. So, yeah, consult an attorney, first of all. You said you have a very good job. Take some of your very good job money (laughs) (laughs) and and hire a lawyer. Um, I think you need to be honest 
about the fact that you don't want to be in a relationship with this girl. It sounds like even just being, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend is not good enough for her at this point. She needs to be on the fast track to she probably wants to be married before she gives birth. (laughs) She wants she's ready to buy the ring herself. She was now. Now, see, this is I want to talk to sis because girl, 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 baby. I can't imagine being pregnant out of your ass, your hormones doing backflips. And you also planning a wedding, which is infamously one of the most stressful things. Oh, no. I highly doubt. If they're as religious-minded as I think they are, based off, you know, what it sounds like from her mama and her her and her mama, they're either going to, one, do something cheap and quick so that she can get married before she starts to show, or they'll Mm. wait till after she gives birth and and take their time with the planning and do a whole lot. Yeah. But then you got a newborn. True, and they don't even but, learn how to sleep until they're like see, four or five weeks old. The people who are so worried about like what the church will say, what the friends and family will say, don't focus on what actually matters, which is, are we being good parents? Are we tending yes. to our newborn's needs? Are we doing our best by this child? Are we learning? Are we deliberately seeking out information? That are, are we showing our child the love she needs? Are we caring Maybe for she her? Be watching Bluey. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. The people who are worried about the other shit—that's their top concern. What shit will look mm-hmm. like, as opposed to what shit actually is. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go from worse to worser, then you'll marry this girl—a girl that you were fully about to break up with. It's like not- just about. <laughs> It is not going to be a better life for your child to grow up with parents who are completely miserable and hate each other. That is not a better life. (laughs) That is not a better life. Kids be cool. Yeah. And I really can't, like, obviously I don't have them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not around them often. Yeah. But I feel like... Sometimes it's weird because I feel like sometimes the tricks with parents, maybe they don't consider mm-hmm. a kid's like the consequences and, and how a kid will like <laughs> be mentally yes. Yes. be affected by mm-hmm. something. And they don't know. And then sometimes you're like, oh, this thing is going to absolutely destroy them and turn them into a, a, a you know, a genocidal bomber or whatever. Mm-hmm. And most times kids will be like, Oh, so that's his daddy and that's his daddy too? Okay, cool. Where does snacks at? (laughs) You know what I mean? I don't know. No, they just literally, they are like that. Kids don't be stressing about the shit that adults be stressing about at all. So, um, yeah, I think you need to be honest with her. But I also think you need to be willing to make a lot of concessions here. Like, she is pregnant. You want to be a full-time. I think you need to just be real. Tell her. You know, we argue all the damn time. We don't get That's along where well. I start. Like, so, you know, shit was real. I was really not thinking we was going to make it into February, but you're pregnant. I want to be 100% involved in this child's life and I understand. I would I would say So, for that reason, I am willing to work on this relationship if you are. I'm willing to work on it because it's, it's the <laughs> they thing. They can't see my face. Because, <laughs> right, they can't. 
Because you're like, really? It was just a slide eye. <laughs> because the things that y'all, the things that aren't going well are things that y'all might be able to figure out. Sounds like, you know, oh, we bicker a lot we, about little shit and we can't agree on a breed of dog. Like, these are things that can, can maybe be worked out. And you already have a therapist. Maybe they have recommendations for couples therapy, something like yeah. that that y'all can do. Like, being willing to really give it a shot with her. And also, if it doesn't work out, being willing to prioritize your child first. Because I think one of the most shameful things niggas can do is have somebody out here carrying your child, giving birth to your newborn, taking care of a brand new nigga that you, your, is, has half of your DNA and not doing a goddamn thing with or for that woman in the care of that child. Yeah. It is one of the one of the most shameful things that men do on a regular basis and act like it's nothing. Right. She's carrying your fucking baby. I don't care if you want to go on a date. What? Like, <laughs> you have a two-week-old child. If she can't go to the club, you can't go to the club. I don't know why that's like... Uh... And maybe that's what her mama meant, like, you know, when the baby's born, you're going to have to quit coaching youth basketball for six weeks or so. Yeah, you might. You really, that, that sounds yeah, reasonable. Like, <laughs> yeah. That sounds, you can't, that's right. You need to sacrifice. You need to put in that time with that newborn. I feel like a lot of men just be like, oh, she got it. Her mama got it. Like, no, if you can, if you, if your job <laughs> offers paternity leave, take that shit and be at home with your baby. Like, you, That's what I had to assume as well. You owe her like, this level of support that, you know, that a man who is deeply in love with his wife and they wanted this baby for so long, like, she deserves that same level of support from you regarding this child. I agree. I agree. I, I had to assume the same thing, right? Because it's like, you're not saying things that are just like frivolous or whatever but like that's completely true the way that newborns work like Child. you not Round the that's not world. them niggas eat every <coughs> 90 minutes are you kidding and the food comes straight from her titties she's so tired for like 30 she's minutes so... maybe at a time she's so tired like yeah they like or they sleep or they sleep all day and you literally have to wake them up to feed them which is like hell like what mm. <laughs> it is you need to be there. You need to be there regardless of whether y'all can work it out. But yeah, again, talk to that lawyer about what rights you have if she does leave. Um, but honesty is the best policy and you have to be real with her about why y'all can't get engaged, much less married at this point. Because those aren't that's you not where your feelings right. are. Yeah, <clears throat> It's like, you really feel like the energy that we have had in this relationship that's something you just can't Marriage wait to do girl? forever. Right. It sounds like that wanting to get married is more about, again, religious conditioning, which <laughs> I would point out if you were that religious, you wouldn't have been fucking in the first place. But the the, the pregnancy is here. The pregnancy is here now. So <laughs> it's me. <laughs> uh, best of luck to you, Dallas, in figuring that out. Our last letter comes from Ben, who says, I'm a 38-year-old gay man living in D.C. I started talking to this 37-year-old guy okay. named Jerry about a month ago. Oh, Ben and Jerry, I get it. I've been single for almost I six years, <laughs> and I'm looking to find a long-term partner. Jerry is recent, recently out of a long-term relationship, and when we first matched, he said he was not ready to start dating. 
Though I had my reservations, we agreed to just start to get to know each other and see where things go. Since connecting, we FaceTime and phone called five or six times, and our conversations have been really long and deep where we both opened up to each other. We've also gone on two dates, and the conversation... Sorry. Don't. You could not help it, could you? (laughs) And the conversation has been good, with each of us taking on planning really thoughtful dates. Now the tricky part. On the first date, we kissed, and he said he was surprised, but he liked it. But before our second date, he started saying that he had reservations about public displays of affection and said he wasn't sure how to navigate dating. He said that he was really traditional and likes to take things close. I'm sorry, liked to take things slow and would feel uncomfortable kissing more than one person at a time. All right. Though I was the only person he was talking to via Bumble, he did tell me that he had a fuck buddy that he had recently gone on a date with as well. Guys use Bumble? Oh, everybody. I thought Bumble was the lesbian app. No. Uh, Oh, I don't know. I'm not on none of that app, That's fair. Yeah. Whatever. No, they have one. I just don't know what it's called. Right. I thought it was that one. Oh, no. Bumble is for everybody. Bumble even has a friends version where if you're just looking for friends. (laughs) So sweet. Right? I love that. It's it's a great idea. More of y'all need friends instead of people to fuck on. But hello? (laughs) Is it me you're looking for? A double dose. (laughs) All the hellos. I'm going to do Beyonce. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm guessing he told me that because we had established a very honest and open communication style, but maybe he was trying to create some distance. Still, I played it cool on the date and said I didn't have any expectations around exclusivity at this point. He initiated some kissing and PDA later that night. But mind you, it was just kissing and we have not had any kind of sex yet. I was excited to plan a third date, but when I tried to nail down a specific time, he hesitated on the phone and said he would talk to me the next morning. He didn't actually reach out to me that morning, but when we finally did talk, he said that he was a little uncomfortable with how quickly the physical aspect of our dating was progressing and said he wanted to hang out again, but only if there is no expectation around more physical intimacy. He said that his gut was telling him that we were kissing too fast, but he still wants to get to know me. I told him that I have needs around physical affection and intimacy and removing that aspect from our interactions would make me feel anxious and like a step in the wrong direction. We've decided on not hanging out again, but I can't help but wonder if I made the wrong decision and should have just respected his boundary and maybe see where things had gone. I also had in the back of the mind in the back of my mind that he was not applying these same traditional quote unquote boundaries with this fuck buddy and wondered if he was just putting the boundary in place with me because the other man was the one who we, who he really wanted. <clears throat> Do y'all think I made the right choice? Please help. I don't know if I'm getting ahead of myself, but I tried to put my needs first and don't want to waste my time, so I'm feeling very conflicted. Thanks, Ben. So, first thing that comes to mind is I would erase that assumption because it doesn't help you or serve you in any way. Oh, the assumption that the fuck buddy is the one he really wants? Right. And even if I were, I mean, me, Mm -hmm. I obviously can't put myself in the mind of Jerry, but I would maybe assume that he's putting those things in place because he likes you. Hmm. Interesting. The other way around. Like, he might be more apprehensive and, like, very careful in the way that he uh, maneuvers 
the relationship that y'all have established because he's more sensitive about it and mm. cares more about the way that it progresses. Not like, oh, I don't like him like that, so I'm not trying to boop to the boop, boop, boop. I don't really know if it... I mean, it could mm-hmm. be the case, but I doubt it. Okay. Either way, I say that just as I like, that's the way I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. but I don't think you need to really concern yourself with that anyway. I don't think you did anything wrong in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know? At most, I maybe would, if you didn't, you know, I would have, like, tagged on a, like, I sincerely respect, um, you know, your boundaries, and I don't want you to think that there's, like, anything wrong with how you're approaching this, Mm -hmm. but it just may be that where we're at right now, we're not, like, a match and we're not really going to be able to provide one another Mm -hmm. uh, with our needs. You know, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm sure you don't want to like not give me what I want or whatever, or what I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. And so it's probably best if we just stay cool or just go our separate ways. I don't think there's anything. You don't have to really overthink this. It's part of dating. You know, Mm -hmm. you're going to meet people that you really, really like, but you aren't a match with. And that's okay. Cause you'll meet other people you really, really like. Mm -hmm. There's billions of niggas out here. Like there's so many. You'll find somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually disagree slightly. I definitely think Jerry prefers his fuck buddy over you and is just trying to be nice <laughs> about it. Okay. <laughs> um but also like when y'all met or matched or whatever, he said, I'm not ready to start dating. Like I'm not ready for something significant. And you were looking for a long-term partner. So I would say if you did anything wrong, it was agreeing to go out with somebody who was looking for the opposite of what you were looking for. Because, you know, you, y'all are, y'all had a couple of dates, y'all had FaceTime a few times, y'all kissed a couple of times, and he got really weird about that. Like, as soon as he was like, oh, you know, I liked our kiss, but... I feel like PDA isn't really my thing and all this. I'm like, okay, not you being this weird over a kiss. Like, you're right. When you said you're not ready to start dating, you are absolutely correct. Like, <laughs> You are not ready to start dating. You just got out of a long-term relationship. Your feelings are probably still caught up in that person or maybe wrapped up in whoever this fuck buddy may be. But yeah, I I definitely think you made the right choice in being like, yeah, I I'm not... I don't want to continue to get to know you as like somebody I might play Mario Kart with, like as friends. <laughs> like I, I'm looking for somebody to hunch. <laughs> and so right. if you're, if you want to remove that aspect from our interactions, then yeah, I think it's best we go our separate ways. Um, and maybe, you know, the, the next time when you're ready to reactivate your profile or whatever, the, go back on Bumble if somebody says, you know, I'm recently out of a long-term relationship and I'm not looking for, I'm not ready to start dating, you'd be like, hmm, okay, I'm looking for my husband, so I wish you the best of luck. Is he? He said he's looking for a long-term partner. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know. Because I'm like, there's like, okay, I'm not looking to get into anything serious or whatever, but we could at least make out or you know, have some <laughs> level of physical intimacy mm-hmm. with one another, even though Everything you're saying is spot on. <laughs> you like, said, but we could still fuck. No, I'm just saying, like, I forgot about the long term. Oh, saying, yeah. You know, yeah. Ben wanted, Ben wants a husband, child. And Jerry yeah. was like, so, I'm not here for that. So, yeah, that was the first mistake. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Um, you know, best of luck to you. I if I have a suspicion that Jerry was extremely fine and you was like, listen. You know what? That's <laughs> that flashed into my mind for a second as well. Cause I was like, why are you even so why like would you even it, obviously this? that you're I not a he is you beautiful. weren't a match? He probably was fine as fuck. And you know what? He was probably being nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He probably was being right. I'm Ben. I love you, sweets. It's I okay. love that the first thing you thought of was like the very loving, genuine, sweet possibility that could be going Patrick, on that this Patrick person Patrick is. Ass story. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, the skin. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out we... to Patrick Ian Polk, man. Mm, Noah's mm. like, what a time. Um, but no yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> absolutely do the children know they should be going back and watching Noah's Ark if you're young and black and gay and haven't seen Noah's Ark you need to go it really was such a time it was you had to be there but you should know your history (laughs) there was nothing there wasn't really another show like that we didn't have gays all over TV like you you don't understand we didn't used to just see gays on TV please at the center of the story no baby we had Will and Grace (laughs) at Best. And I don't know how the fuck Will and Grace got away with Will and Grace, <laughs> to be honest with you. And they came back. The girlies lived. Yeah, yeah. For so. that show, but yeah. Um, I was like... Yeah, best of luck to you, though, Ben. Um, and yeah, if you've sent in a letter recently and you have an update, please send those updates to us. Or if you have a question you'd like to ask, send it to asktheread at gmail.com. We're speaking to you, miss, at least my boyfriend. And she knows. I wonder if if she's like, (laughs) if she's just gone off grid. Yeah, she's just like, (laughs) it's so embarrassing. She'll she'll never recover. (laughs) So, all right. We'll be back. Keep It is brought to you by Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. If you're really good at it, that is. I've actually met several really good friends through Hinge. I've used it I can't believe this, over a decade now. Woof, what a life I've had. Well, you know what they've added within a decade of us being on Hinge is their new LGBTQIA plus prompts, which are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Hinge prompts helps you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people, for the people. Some of the prompts are... The first time I knew I was gay was, mm, I was literally in the act of being gay, like hooking up with somebody when I admitted it. (laughs) Denial is strong and hard in the Catholic Midwest. Mine was Tom Cruise's Vanity Fair cover. The shirtless one. You just turned to an imaginary camera and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I broke the fourth wall. (laughs) You're like Fleabag. Other prompts include, I feel proudest of who I am when. It feels affirming when others, blank. I connect to my community by... I wish I could tell the younger version of myself. I'm going to say, whenever I watch that in a drag race semifinal, when they're like, if I could talk to my younger self, I would say, I would be like, girl, get tighter clothes. I mean, what's going on with what you're wearing? You look like you're in the X Games. Other prompts include, my chosen family is the best at, and gender euphoria looks like. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But 
If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Folks, we're back. It's the end. It's time for the read. Mm-hmm. I have like a very tiny one, so I can go first, last. That's fine. Third. I'm passing mine, so. All right. So mine is gonna be real quick. Um again, it's about the last of us. Mm-hmm. The show. No, I think it well both. Um the Last of Us has been very present at the award show, award season stuff. Uh, I think it deserves it. It was a really great show. The writing was so, so, so good. Uh, they adapted a video game. First of all, video game adaptations are, like, notoriously bad. Mm-hmm. Like, they're on, like, it's, they're so bad. So... This being, like, a really, really good adaptation of a story that was already so great and impactful and being able to, like, live on its own. Stan, fan, love it. Storm Reed, got an award for it. Love it. Huge fan. Second game, excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, excellent game. And so um, it seems like, you know, for season two, they're going to start adapting the second game, which is kind of a gag because it takes place, like, five years after the first one. Okay. And Bella Ramsey's still pretty young, so it's going to be interesting to see how they adapt. But anyways, my read is this. They're they're starting to announce, you know, who's going to be playing which character from the second game. And, you know, so fans are starting to talk about this, that, and the third. Please stop being the lame, annoying. (laughs) I played the game, so let me spoil it in the comments of fucking comicbook.coms whatever like i don't uh, i don't understand why people enjoy spoiling things for others mm-hmm. for what damn assholes for what just to be a dickhead why yeah. first of all y'all spoiled the game for people because before the game came out, thankfully this did not affect me because I mind my business. I know how to do that. And I know when to log the fuck off. Jesus is not on, on X. But that's very true. They leaked like huge chunks of the game like a week or so. I don't remember how early, how far ahead from the release of the second game. But there was like huge, huge plot points from the game pretty much the whole damn game Mm -hmm. was like leaked on the internet before it was actually released and so it's like y'all didn't that wasn't enough (laughs) 
expect I why? Why? Mm. As like a story fan. Yeah. I don't understand why. You know, obviously I've played the game backwards forward. The remastered version just came out <laughs> yesterday. Um, and so I will be playing it again. It is fantastic, as I said. Um, so no nothing's really being spoiled for me. And I'm sure for numerous reasons, but possibly also as a middle finger to a lot of y'all, they're probably going to change some character uh, beats and some story beats mm-hmm. for the television adaptation from the game. Just so they did a little bit of that in the first season. Nothing like insane. What the fuck? But there were like tiny bits of things that were changed. So me as someone who plays the game would be like, oh, I didn't expect that. That was cool. Um, and, Oh, wow. And then also, you running your mouth trying to spoil it for people who yeah. just want to watch a TV show or whatever can, you know, eat one. Because <laughs> now, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't understand why people like to spoil stuff. There are folks who are going to be introduced to this story by way of the television series. There are people who don't play games. Surprise, you know, mm-hmm. spoiler alert. Yep. The world doesn't Believe it or not. revolve around fandom.com. <laughs> And so let those people have fun. There's so many little spaces, discords, reddits, I guess, where you can go and and talk about whatever. I don't understand why you want to go in the comments of Variety or wherever the fuck and just be like, well, I I hope this actor's ready to boop to boop boop because, you oh, know, that's wow. such a top that's going to happen. And it's like, okay. Like, I know yeah. people who were watching season one and enjoying it, mm-hmm. who were who came to me and were like, well, I guess I know how this oh, shit... You know? no. And it's like, Damn. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Because I want, as a fan of it, I am excited to see people introduced to it and be like, <gasps> and ooh, and oh, uh, and yay, and all of this. Like, I, I, I love that. I want to see people... Yeah, you really ran the gamut there. <laughs> Like, experience all of those things that I got to experience when I played the game. And maybe they'll try the game. Maybe they won't. But it's like, they should be able to have as much fun with this story as anybody else who experienced it for the first time. Stop spoiling shit for people. It's dumb. Why? What do you get out of that? What do you get out of it? Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Yeah. I hate it so much. And this is nothing was even spoiled for me, as I said. It's just, it's annoying. I don't know why people like get some sort of smarmy social media glee out of being the ones to be like, <laughs> well, guess what? I hope you guys are ready for this. Shut up, bitch. Right. right. Do you want a cookie? Do you want a dozen cookies? Ugh, it gets on my nerves. Yeah. I hate it. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those people pay for Twitter and they just trying to piss people off and get the engagement up so they can get, you know, whatever percentage of ads. I saw these spoilers first on Instagram. Oh, damn. Okay, never mind. I, I saw them on Instagram. I thought this yeah. was Twitter-specific fuckery. I mean, I know it's on Twitter as well. <laughs> yeah. And wherever else they're discussing the the new casting choices and stuff like that, which, by the way, the cast for this new season looks pretty good Mm. um so i'm excited to see it whenever it comes out but like i just i don't know whatever it is like even like when i got to see the skirt the mean girl screening Mm -hmm. um and i came back and i wanted to just like i was ready to run my mouth about it and i was just like 
Let people go watch the damn movie. <laughs> you know, I went on Twitter after I watched it and I said Jaquel Spivey was like fantastic, mm-hmm. which is the truth. And that Renee Rat was mesmerizing and sexy. Yep. And that was it. I left it there. Okay. You know? So what you I mean, meant? it's yeah. mean girls. Right. But it's like some people, as I discovered over the past week, have not seen mean girls. So the original mean girls? I made a tweet in the past, like before I had a mental nobody okay. Slow Be- before okay. <laughs> I tweeted like something to the effect of I'll just go find it. Oh, uh, have a great week. Fuck it. I don't remember some inspiring shit that I was Oh, decide to, to have a great week. Yeah. Do something fun. Go to Taco Bell. Yes. <gasps> and the girls were like, Bell, Karen, I'm on an all-carb diet. God, you're thank so you. stupid. Like, the amount of people who are like, girl, I was with you until Taco Bell. What the fuck is wrong Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, girl, no. I don't even know damn Taco <laughs> Bell. It's a mean girl. <laughs> I was like, I thought we've all seen that movie. Oh, no. Do something fun. Go to Taco Bell. I'm automatically going to think of Mean Girls. What? That's just it. Okay. I guess so. there are people who have not seen, or maybe they're not obsessed. They haven't seen it 89,000 times. Like no. Some people respond to that and they're like, no, yeah, I've never actually <gasps> had any desire to watch that. Wow. They walk among us. Okay. Which is like... <laughs> so wild. <laughs> all right. If you say so. Did you hear Lauren Michaels said that he feels like Tina Fey could absolutely take over for him after he's gone? Really? That's what I read, like, the other day. I I mean, is she capable? Yes. But will they actually do it? I doubt it. Mm. I just, I have a hard time seeing a big network put a woman in charge of their giant cultural touchstone program. Yeah, but they eat box when it comes to (laughs) Tina. That's true. true. She's incredibly talented. So That's it's not why like I would be shocked because giving a woman that level of actual power, it would be... SNL I would be... They, it would be the no. decision. It is what they should do. Well, they should do it now. <laughs> they should do it right now. Right, Lauren, are you telling us that you're ready to retire and Tina is I think your... Lauren is like, I'm That's old, I'm gonna die. <laughs> I don't think he's like, I'm stepping down. Oh, Please. he gonna die. Executive I think he's SNL. like, I am an old person. Yeah. And so I guess we can start playing around with ideas of <laughs> one day Lauren Michaels won't do this. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. I don't think they're like really on the table with nothing, but no, yeah. they should do that now. Who knows? SNL might be funny. Oh, now I do laugh at SNL sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Usually when Lauren Michaels lets the comics have good shit go through. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let me shut the fuck up. No. Oh, okay. Up. A real comedian insider. I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. I'm lying. I've never been anywhere <laughs> near 30 Rock. But I have nothing. I don't know anything about that. Okay. But yes, like a lot of the... <laughs> Chaotic. The performers on that show openly talk about what they yeah. write and yeah. don't write. And what makes it and what, what makes yeah. it and what doesn't make yeah. it. They do. So, yeah, a lot of times it's funny when they're allowed to be. <laughs> okay. Well, that's real. That's real. Because they have great weeks. Mm-hmm. They have, like, popping weeks. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would have more popping weeks or will have more popping weeks when someone when else someone... Is, okay. is sitting yeah. in that position. Yeah. I okay. Do. Well, it's hard for me to argue with that. Just my little black opinion. Okay. All right. Um, well, like I said, I'm going to pass my read this week. Pass the read like we used to. 
to Tony. Not to give Tony a fake name because unfortunately Tony Tony did not um did not use a pseudonym and put way too many real life details in this. I actually had to edit this <laughs> quite a bit because Tony did not give a fuck. T- right. Tony wanted violence, but you would certainly be fired if all them details got out. So I, <laughs> I took upon myself to help you out a little bit. And Tony said, hello, Crystal and Kid Fury. <clears throat> Some bullshit happened tonight at my job. And now I got a scathing read for the white bitch who is my manager. Firstly, I want to say that I work at a vegan kitchen. Oh, called that blank redacted <laughs> in Orlando. And I dare that sickly looking deteriorating white bitch to listen to this show and say something to me. Well, there's probably two vegan kitchens in Orlando. (laughs) Tonight, that bitch wrote me up for taking a pack of buffalo sauce with my meal. Yes, a small packet of sauce like the kind you get from fast food spots like McDonald's or Wendy's. Her reaction was so melodramatic and extra, which is confusing to me because I have absolutely no idea where white people all of a sudden get this energy towards quote-unquote stealing. Bitch, we can look at the history of not only this country, but the entire fucking world, because these colonizers have been stealing everything from just about everybody all this time. There is not one original idea or thought amongst these brainless, pasty ranch monkeys, yet they love to play moral police when it suits them. Ranch (laughs) The amount of food. (laughs) The amount of food in that restaurant that has ended up going to waste in a trash can is astronomical. So that bitch should get the entire fuck out of my face talking about firing me behind a pack of buffalo sauce. Because, bitch, now I'm going to turn into swiper, no swiping at work, and I'll knock all this shit over. I am so sick of working for these nasty soap dodging mayo sapiens, but I will continue to do whatever the fuck I please because I'm over these whiny ass cockazoids trying to act morally superior to everybody as if they're the beacon of model behavior. That pale skeletal bitch looks like a combination of possessed creatures from every paranormal form of media you could ever possibly think of. And she can choke from here on out. It's going to be up. Every time I see her nasty, rancid-looking ass with her thin, stringy, poorly dyed ombre hair. Niggas can't even get reparations after our ancestors were considered property their damn selves. And I am so goddamn sick of this country and the disgustingly selfish bastards who are in charge of it. I am nearly at my wits end with these motherfuckers and I gotta find some other way to make money because scamming is looking so much more appealing with every passing day. I'm still so fucking hot over this situation that I really just had to send this letter to y'all because of how fucking stupid it is. If white people are going to do one thing is have the audacity and the undeserved self-righteous attitude that makes them think they're better than everybody else. This fuck ass society we live in that wants us to hate ourselves and to work our entire lives to appease these snow rodents. All right. Yes. <laughs> to work our entire lives to appease these snow rodents while lining their pockets with way more money than they will ever give to any black person in their lives. In the words of the iconic queen mother of the House of Renaissance, you won't break my soul. And even though they definitely put in cracks in it, I'm trying my goddamn best to make it through this thing called life. On another note, I want to say congrats on everything you both have accomplished, and I hope y'all continue flourishing with success and happiness. Okay, bye now, LOL. Tony. She sent that from the parking lot of the kitchen. <laughs> Absolutely did. On her iPhone. Absolutely did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, Tony, 
You really gave me so many gifts in this letter. <laughs> Two primarily for me. Ranch monkeys and snow rodents. Re- the first time I read ranch monkeys, I choked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that really took me out. I'm carrying that with me wherever I go. Oh, but truly, like, the, I, under, the level of anger here is completely justified. Because how dare you threaten to fire me? for having a packet of buffalo sauce to go with my bowl of vegetables. Bitch, you're going to punish me for eating the food I'm allowed to have at the job? And because it's hot sauce? (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Because it's hot sauce, if it were ketchup... Would this have been a problem? buffalo sauce? They are threatening... She is threatening to fire you? Over, Over a, a pack condiment. of salt, bitch! I'll quit. What? <laughs> that is the shadiest, craziest shit. Like, what do you, baby, baby? Over a pack of sauce, miserable. That cost How the company miserable. all of one or two cents. <laughs> Possibly, if that, a second cent. Like, maybe a second no cent. There is no fucking way. You are threatening to fire me over a packet of buffalo sauce. Like, there's just... you. When I tell you the spirit of Bernadine Harris (laughs) would have invented... Like, I would have been possessed by Angela Bassett. My entire being, child. (laughs) I would have dragged this lady while taking off my apron. Girl, have it. But we're not in that. This is not the economy. A packet of buffalo sauce? That is insanity. That's insane. Listen, business owners, hiring managers, those of you in a position of power at work, you would have higher retention. You would have more productive employees. You would have people who actually wanted to come to work if you weren't such boils on the ass of humanity. A deep cyst. Like, I don't understand why y'all just can't treat people like human beings. If we if we say part of the perks of working here at our kitchen is that you get a free meal during your shift, then yes, you can have some goddamn sauce. Like, are you kidding? Vegan food. <laughs> so it's already nasty. So I need the sauce. So like at the... Vi- oh my God. What are we talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> These people have lost their fucking minds. Capitalism Listen. is strangling, y'all. Their employees... And they're literally they about to put a criminal sauce. right back in the, uh, the White House, too. White people are blasted and galvanized. They have, like, <laughs> absolutely... <laughs> <laughs> like I'm telling you, I'm telling you, they, they are, are girl. Watch. They are getting ready to reelect. We can show you better <laughs> than we can tell you. White people are on it right now, they are, they so are. they're losing it. But bitch, a packet of I I could not believe it. You were gonna threaten to fire me over a condiment. You can't be serious. You just can't. Y'all, <laughs> a pox upon this woman. 
her life Literally. and her home because I you, just don't. You have to be miserable. I really, you do. You have to be. Able. No one with joy Mm-mm. moves in that. Not type, at all. In that Not type at all. That that tempo. You have to be tone. the stingiest bitch in the entire world to write up your employee for having a packet of sauce with their employee meal. Like you cannot. You Are cannot you be serious. Hi. Do you have is it a perhaps soul? <laughs> do you have a heart? Do you have a spirit? Like, do you feel things on the inside? Because <laughs> the demons, the way that oh these demons are working. No, your God is capitalism. Because that is insane. They walk among us. That is absolute. Y'all don't give a fuck <laughs> about people in the shows. And then you wonder why you can't keep nobody. You don't pay worth a damn. And then when people get there, you treat them so in you. Like, this is just so stupid. Of course you can have some sauce with your fucking bean sprouts and shit. Your fucking sweet potato mash. Yeah, you can have... What? (laughs) Oh, y'all are awful. Y'all are awful. Power to the people. Well, shout out to you for putting that energy into a lighter than I guess. Power to the workers, yes. Betwixt that lady's eyebrows. Because <laughs> how fucking dare you, bitch? You're out of your goddamn mind. The way everybody phone. is going through everything. The way that see. everybody, God damn it! Hold on, is there anything in it? The way that everybody is going through it oh, to make sure it was empty. Yeah, because remember when you did that? Dramatic. <laughs> you did that I at did. the anniversary show and broke your damn iPad. It's still broken. It's still broken. <laughs> Yeah, I learned. Oh, God. The way that everybody is going through every Yeah, it's thing. bad out here. It's bad out here. People going to start snapping. Yeah, yeah. Because you you making a bad situation worse. What the fuck do you mean I'm going to get a and, write-up? Girl. Girl. I and like I said, I know you miserable, bitch. I know you miserable. Because you got to be miserable to write somebody up over a packet of hot sauce. But guess what? Maybe I'm miserable too, bitch. And maybe I'm so motherfucking Mm. miserable that today is going to be the day that I crack open this packet of hot sauce and put it in your right eye. Yeah, you're not the only one who can be miserable in this bitch. (laughs) I'll show you fed the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody is tired. Oh, you, you think you're tired? You're tired? <laughs> Imagine how <Okay>. we feel. <laughs> no, I got some sleep for you, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. So, yes, uh, Tony, thank you for getting that off your chest and sending it over to us. If you are similarly pissed off at somebody and would like to unload, you can send that on over to pastthereed at gmail.com. And that is going to wrap up this week's episode of the show. Check us out on social media at This Is The Read. Our website is thisis3.com, and you can find tickets to our 11-year anniversary show at uh, probably at thereadlive.com. You can get the link, but they're on Ticketmaster. Um, yeah, February 4th here in New Nueva York. We'll see you there. Um, anything else from you, friend? No, I don't think so. Okay. I have, like, plans, but now's not the time. Okay. So, I'm done. God bless everybody. Be good. Have a good weekend. We'll see y'all next week.